Hello, and a very good day to you. My name is Jim Harris, and this is Heritage Bible Radio. Heritage Bible Radio is an extension of Heritage Bible Church in Boise, where it's my joy to serve as the teaching pastor. Every day, we devote our radio time to studying a portion of the Word of God so you can know Him better through Jesus Christ and serve Him better through your local church. This week on Heritage Bible Radio, we continue our study of 1 Corinthians. This week, our text concentrates on the first part of a two-week study concerning spiritual gifts. 1 Corinthians chapter 12 Verses 1 through 7 states, Now concerning spiritual gifts, brethren, I do not want you to be unaware. You know that when you were pagans, you were led astray to the mute idols, however you were led. Therefore, I make known to you that no one speaking by the Spirit of God says, Jesus is accursed, and no one can say, Jesus is Lord, except by the Holy Spirit. Now there are varieties of gifts, but the same Spirit. And there are varieties of ministries, and the same Lord. There are varieties of effects, but the same God who works all things in all persons. But to each one is given the manifestation of the Spirit for the common good. Please follow along with Pastor Harris as we study today's portion of this week's message entitled, Don't be ignorant about spiritual gifts, part one. Now let's summarize the the key thoughts that I gave you from those words for spiritual gifts. We said the primary way the Holy Spirit ministers to people, it's through Christians. Uh, For you not to serve is for you to hamper the work of the Spirit in the church, in the world. Second thing we said... Part of God's grace to you in Jesus Christ is that He has given you a spiritual gift to enable you to be His servant. So every member of the body of Christ is meant to serve by God's grace. Third thing we said, the the purpose of your spiritual gift is that the Holy Spirit can use you to serve others. If you're not involved in serving, you're not doing the work of the Spirit. You're not doing God's will for your life. Then we said... When you serve God by serving other people, you are, focused, you are using your spiritual gift, and in the process, you are given a special enablement from the Holy Spirit. Uh, if you don't make the commitment to serve someone, to meet needs as you see them, you miss out on a part of experiencing the power of God to sustain you through what you need to do to fulfill that service. And then fifthly, We said the the visible activity of the Holy Spirit on earth is primarily through the actions of Christians serving and thereby using their spiritual gifts. You won't see the Spirit at work if you don't participate in the church and specifically by serving. Now, let's move on. The Lerman continues. And I know how far we're going to get down that outline. You don't, so you've got to stay awake. All right, number three. Gifts can be counterfeited. Gifts can be counterfeited. Scripture makes this clear, and it's a, it's a sobering thought. Jesus said this in Matthew seven twenty two and 23. Many will say to me on that day, Lord, Lord, did we not prophesy in your name 
and in your name cast out demons, and in your name perform many miracles. He's mentioning spiritual gifts, the things that are done by the Spirit. He says, and then I will declare to them, I never knew you. Depart from me, you who practice lawlessness. I'm going to stand up and say, didn't we do all these these flashy things in your name? And he's going to say, I don't know you. I never knew you. And the fact is, you've not been subject to my laws. Isn't it interesting? He doesn't say that anybody would say, Lord, Lord, did I not spend countless hours when nobody was looking, mopping the floors in the church restrooms? I spent all of those hours doing the bookkeeping. No, no, it's always the flashy things that get counterfeited. Nobody circulates circulates counterfeit $8 bills because nobody would think they had any value. They circulate counterfeit 20s and, and hundreds because people think that those have value. There's also 2 Thessalonians chapter 2, verses 8 and 9, when we get to the, the time of the Antichrist. Then uh, he says, That lawless one will be revealed, whom the Lord will slay with the breath of his mouth and bring to an end by the appearance of his coming. That is, the one whose coming is in accord with the activity of Satan with all power and signs and false wonders. Again, notice the emphasis on the miraculous, even the pseudo-miraculous in those things that are counterfeited by Satan. He is a counterfeiter and he is a deceiver. 2 Corinthians chapter 11, Paul writes this, No wonder, for even Satan disguises himself as an angel of light. Therefore, it is not surprising if his servants also disguise themselves as servants of righteousness, whose end shall be according to their deeds. And counterfeit the good-looking things that the Holy Spirit does. So a point of application here is pretty obvious. Don't fall for the idea that everything done in the name of Christ or everything done quoting a Bible verse is necessarily the work of God. Don't fall for the idea that something which appears to be miraculous is the work of God. The deception can be tremendously sophisticated, but it's real. So be aware that any good thing that God does will be counterfeited by the enemy. Number four, spiritual gifts are not natural abilities. The Holy Spirit is the source of these gifts, and along with them comes the divine energy that is provided to use the gift in in service. But there are natural abilities, and, and by the way, natural abilities come from God, right? Man is created in the image of God, so I'm not disparaging natural abilities, but we need to make the distinction here. Something like musical ability is not a spiritual gift. It may be a natural ability used equally well by a believer or a non-believer. If you're teaching music, you don't have a different textbook for a Christian and for a non-Christian. Notes are notes, and music theory is music theory, and what works works, and what doesn't work doesn't work, and there can be style involved uh, and all of that. The distinction is that spiritual gifts are spirituals. They are pneumatica, like we saw in verse 1. It is true, the operation of a person's gift is interwoven with 
personality and talents and experiences, but the gift has a divine origin, and that makes it distinct. Two musicians of equal ability don't necessarily have the same ability to glorify God. The unbeliever cannot make that beautiful music as a sweet offering to the Lord Himself. If you look again at um, verses 4 through 6, we've already um, read them, but look at them together, and you'll see the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit do the work performed by our use of spiritual gifts. There are varieties of gifts, but the same Spirit. There are varieties of ministries and the same Lord. There are varieties of effects, but the same God who works all things in all people. So the most obvious distinction between a natural ability and a spiritual gift is the fruit of it. Does it lead to the glory of God? Does it lead to the edification of saints? Does it lead to the spread of the gospel? Does it lead to Christ being known and praised? Number five, the Lerman goes on. Using your gift promotes unity. 1 Corinthians chapter 12, verse 11. This is collectively now, speaking of all the things that he said about all the gifts, he says, but one and the same Spirit works all these things, distributing to each one individually just as He wills. We'll come back to the last part of that in a later portion of our list here, but understand the Holy Spirit is never divided against Himself. So anybody that's supposedly using a spiritual gift and it's causing divisions, that's not a spiritual gift. At least it's not a spiritual person. Um, Ephesians 4 makes it clear that the edifying use of spiritual gifts as we all individually do our parts, it should be ever-increasing unity in the body of Christ, and it should be ever-increasing maturity among believers. Ephesians 4, 11 and 12. He gave these gifted people to the body of Christ, it says, for the equipping of the saints for the work of service. Two of the words right there, work and service. For the work of service to the building up of the body of Christ until we all attain to the unity of the faith and of the knowledge of the Son of God to a mature man to the measure of the stature of the fullness of Christ. Number six. Gifts are not a sign of maturity or spirituality. Spiritual gifts can be misused by believers who use them in a fleshly way, use them according to the flesh. That was clearly the case in Corinth, and I can prove that to you by just pointing you to two passages that we've already studied in our studies in 1 Corinthians. 1 Corinthians chapter 1 verse 7, as he's introducing it, he says to this church collectively, you are not lacking in any gift. Now, that's going to become very significant when he starts talking about them trying to get more and more gifts and pursuing gifts. But he says, you're not lacking in any gift. But look at chapter 3, verses 1 through 3. And I, brethren, could not speak to you as to spiritual men, but as to men of flesh, as to babes in Christ. I gave you milk to drink, not solid food, for you were, not able, you were not yet able to receive it. Indeed, even now you are not able, but you are still fleshly. So you can have gifts, and you can misuse them 
in a fleshly way. If you would like this message on Compact Disc, let me know and we'll send it to you. You'll receive the entire message, not just the portion on today's program. You can order by phone at 353-4036 or by writing to us at 7071 West Emerald, Boise, Idaho, 83704 or on the internet at hbc-boise.org. Heritage Bible Radio needs your prayers and your financial support. Once again, you can reach us online at hbc-boise.org or by telephone at 353-4036 or by writing to us at 7071 West Emerald, Boise, Idaho, 83704. And if you need a church home here in the Treasure Valley, I hope you'll visit us any Sunday at 7071 West Emerald. For Heritage Bible Radio, I'm Jim Harris. See you next time. Bye-bye.